Hey folks, welcome to the first ever Phantom Fix. This is bonus content that we've been thinking about doing for a while. It's just John and Dan sitting at John's dining room table today. And uh, these are just short little podcasts that we're going to do. Um, something you can listen to on the way to work, on your lunch break, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of podcasts do it. They call it side stories or bonus content. Yep. And, uh, you know, if we have something that is not going to take up a full hour, but it's something that we want to talk about, this is where you're going to get your phantom fix. Right on. So, John, why don't you so, lead into what's going on today? For our first phantom fix, we had a... We've, people can remember um, Dan did an interview with Michelle DeRoche. Yep. At the end of that interview, and I encourage you to re uh, re-listen to the end, and especially, um, she played that EVP from the one she calls Junior. A demon. That demon. And it's all kind of like... <laughs> You know, that kind of screaming and, and what have you. Uh, had an incident at my house just before we're going to record um, with the Travel Channel on uh, Paranormal Survivor. Yep. We've been talking about that. Had a lot of issues leading up to it. The snow delayed it. Then um, one night in the middle of the night, uh, Lisa woke me up and I woke up to the sound of this demonic voice that sounds like Junior. And as you recall, this thing is called my house. It certainly is called Michelle DeRoche. Uh, it interrupted a call between Dan and I after he interviewed. Right after I did the interview yeah, with he, Michelle. Yeah, he called me to tell me how cool the interview was. And next thing you know, this thing. And it's just this, like, ah, that screaming voice. And the only thing I made out, and so I'm coming up, I'm waking up, and I can hear this hideous sounding voice. So you, you and Lisa are asleep. Yeah. In bed. And I'm woken up. She's got her back to you. That's right. And she starts channeling this thing. junior. Right. And all I made out, the only word that I made out when I come to was, I was like, you think, and that's just the way it, it talks. And then it was all gibberish. And when I finally fully come awake and I'm turning over because I'm like, am I going to see this thing laying beside me? It would creep the hell out of me. No kidding. The cat's at the end of the bed. The fur is just sticking out on him like he's ready to fight. And I can, I look at Lisa and I can see her jaw moving. And I realize it's coming out of her mouth. And I'm hearing, like, you think? And then it was all like, bah, bah, bah. so I, honest to God, you wouldn't believe how hard it was to wake Lisa up, but I finally shook her out of it. Lisa has no recollection of any of this, but she does remember being woken up. Yeah, she remembers having a hideous sleep, and she woke up with a big bruise on her thigh. So this, when this happened, Dan got a hold of Michelle. Mm-hmm. Michelle DeRoche, she kind of began to look at my house and realized yes. that we needed some more help here. Yeah, so I contacted Michelle, and like I said, she's been on the podcast a couple times. She's been on Paranormal Survivor a whole bunch of times, Haunted Case Files. She's a real deal. Yeah, she, oh you know, yeah, she, she is the real deal. She travels all over the world to help people. Uh, she does it free of charge, um, and I'm very glad that John and I know her, and we can reach out to her, and that she, she was able to help. So what Michelle did is she and another lady who was some crazy powerful remote viewer, mm -hmm. both came to John's house, astrally, I guess, yep. and they saw a number of terrible, terrible things in the house and on the property. Yep. And they, she said that there was a portal behind your home, mm -hmm. just at the edge of the bush, which was huge. And that's where the picture that we put up on Facebook was taken. 
of that bizarre mist going through That's the woods. That's right, those trail cams. Yeah, those trail, trail cam, cam photos. Pictures. Now, Michelle said this portal was so big that she couldn't see the top of it. Wow. Like, it was gigantic. And she uh, feared that it could never be closed. But she and her spirit guides and this other lady, and, I'm, and unfortunately I don't know the other lady's name, uh, came across um, something that she described as almost like a dog-like creature, but it had an extra set of limbs. Mm -hmm. And it moved so bloody fast, she said it ran up the wall. And uh, they were able to contain it, get rid of it. And she also said that there was a little reptilian mm -hmm. guy, about four or five feet tall, really thick, stocky thing. And they got rid of that as well. Um, the portal, she said, had screaming coming out of it, yep. which was a little bit disturbing. And she said they could hear the, the crackling of fire, which wow. really makes you, you wonder. Mm -hmm. But uh, she brought in her spirit guides did her thing and put up a, a protective dome over the house. And John, you said the house has been... Yeah, the house has been so quiet. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Um, I've got a place I sit in my main living room and I can see through to my kitchen. And it was driving me nuts. I'd see the shadow person back and forth, back and forth. I haven't seen any of that. Um, even Dan commented when he come in, he didn't feel anything. And normally when we're doing a, a pod here, or whatever's going on here, we always sense people up in the upper stairway. Yeah. And nothing. Or in the doorway to the kitchen here. That's right. And we've had nothing. The so The atmosphere in here is so different than yep. usual. Yeah, so, no, no sign of activity. Nothing. No, nothing no. at all. Um, so, uh, big thanks to Michelle. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was talking to her and she explained to me what she found and what she did uh, and gave me some advice, uh, I, guess, I said, I guess when I see you, I owe you a few drinks. And she said, yeah, I guess so. More than so, a few. Yeah, more than a few. Yeah, probably some food with that too, and that sounds totally fair. Um, one of the educational things that was for really good for Dan and I was she pointed out that we need to be better when we remote view to shut down the session. And she said, you, when the way she described it, you're leaving breadcrumbs that things can follow and come to your house. Yep. And she said there was all kinds of access points to your home, and that's from us going out with good intentions to help people clear a house but we're then leaving kind of like a pathway where these things can find a way back to us. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a learning curve. Yeah. And, but you know what? No one ever told us any of this, yeah. but uh, you know, I guess we never really thought to ask either. Yeah. And like we've said in the because beginning, when, we're learning. Yeah. Cause we're when learning. we started doing our quote unquote remote viewing thing, it just happened. We would just us. kind of give it a try. Well, it just happened. Yeah. Like that's and right. we've helped so many people and never gave any thought that something might leave that place and follow us home mm -hmm. and uh so that's one thing that we have to learn how to do uh she also said you really have to ground yourself mm -hmm. and i've never done that i mean you know in, in regards to remote viewing or anything else but even when you do an investigation ground yourself surround yep. yourself in a ball of light or a protective bubble so to speak and uh i guess we just got, kind of got lax or lazy and didn't we were really, we, more results oriented yeah, we were, right we were on a roll there and yep. like we said uh before on one of the other pods we did we were doing like three or four a week yeah and we were feeling good about helping people getting phone calls emails but we wow. have to be patient yep. and people have to wait their turn yeah like, exactly like michelle has a waiting list of up to a year and a half yeah. to help people so yeah but so, uh Anything else? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, you know what? That's another reason why we keep saying, like, 
you know, people that are looking to contact the other side. We always talk about Ouija boards and all these different things. Yep. Just an example here, like we are now. We again, we don't profess to be experts. No, nope. we know a little bit more than maybe the average guy in the street. And here I was with a whole pile of hell going on in my house. Like my God, my my spouse spewing this stuff out of her mouth. Like it scared the bejesus out of me. And like Michelle, somebody who's, you know, uh, she'd never say she's an expert either, but has so much knowledge and so much skill. Um, if you're going to do this, you really got to take some time to research. Well, yeah, please don't take it for granted. Yeah, don't. And, and like I said, even when even if you want to join a paranormal group, like a ghost hunting yeah. group, just don't take it. You know. Uh, yeah, ask them. Do you guys have protection routines and yeah. things like that? Right. Um, realize that you will take something home. That's right. You will. Whether you like it or yeah, not. Yeah, and whether you've got great protection or not, yeah. something will find something a way. Something will find its way into your home, and uh, it might stay, it might leave, but... Uh, and you, you may have not be, have access. Have be, you have to be prepared. Yeah, and you may not have access, like we do, so fortunately, to have somebody like Michelle that we can go and kind of say, help. <laughs> help? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So, so there you are, folks. Just a quick bonus content, and we'll have these from time to time. Dan might have one. I may. Danny may throw one out there. Just a, a quick bonus content, some phantom fixes. That's right. Thanks very much.